With the environment in focus, I'm Tom Pelton. One of the most spectacular failures of the Trump administration, other than his failure to drain the swamp, of course, or bring back American manufacturing, or eliminate the federal debt, or create jobs, or control COVID, or many other things, was his failure to resurrect the coal industry. President Trump tried to rescue coal mining jobs by rolling back pollution control regulations. But the closure of coal-fired power plants across the U.S. actually accelerated during his term in office. Nearly 100 coal plants announced their retirements over four years, one plant every 15 days, a faster rate than under Obama. Driving the ongoing decline is capitalism, with advances in technology making natural gas and increasingly solar and wind power simply cheaper than coal. In Maryland, the owners of five of the state's six coal-fired power plants announced last year that they were switching to natural gas or shutting down. Legislation currently being debated in the Maryland General Assembly would set carbon dioxide pollution limits so low they would guarantee that all the coal plants in the state will close by 2030. Advocates argued that the legal mandate for closure is valuable because markets can always change and companies can always change what fuels they say they'll burn. The bill would also set aside $40 million to help retrain coal plant workers who lose their jobs and fill in salary gaps if they switch careers. Here's a lead sponsor of the bill, Republican State Senator Chris West of Baltimore County. The burning of coal is a 19th century technology which is far and away the dirtiest way of generating electricity. It fouls the air, and it's one of the principal causes of global warming. As a matter of public policy, this bill ensures that the era of coal furnaces belching carbon into the air in Maryland will come to an end soon. Backing the bill is an unusually broad alliance, ranging from the Sierra Club, which doesn't always work hand-in-hand -hand with Republicans, to the largest owner of coal-fired power plants in the state, Genon Holdings, Inc. In a written statement, Genon's CEO, Dave Freisinger, said the bill reflects the changing reality of technology and, quote, provides needed funding and resources to facilitate the transition of our employees to new careers in the evolving energy industry, unquote. David Smedic is a campaign representative with the Sierra Club. Given the compounding economic, environmental, and public health issues facing coal, this legislation presents a thoughtful and common-sense approach to respond to the urgency at hand. Opposition to the bill comes from the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers Union. Here's their representative, Tom Clark, testifying during a recent committee hearing. I think this legislation is taking a huge gamble. It may result in rolling blackouts during the summer. But I'm mainly concerned with the well-paying jobs that this state will lose just to use energy from out-of-state coal burning power plants. That last claim about neighboring states still relying on coal is not really true. In Pennsylvania, for example, 14 coal plants have shut down over the last decade. And last year, only 9% of electricity generated in that state came from coal, compared to half a decade earlier. In West Virginia, 10 coal plants have closed or switched to natural gas recently. So even in the epicenter of the coal industry, in the heart of Trump country, change is electrifying the power grid. 
with the environment in focus. I'm Tom Pelton of the Environmental Integrity Project, author of The Chesapeake in Focus. This program is sponsored by the Able Foundation. The views expressed are solely my own.